Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Eric Fulcomer, president of the Wisconsin Association of Independent Colleges and Universities. Eric, thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Thanks, Alex, for the invitation. Glad to be here. Great. So I've got a couple questions for you that I'd like to get into, but I thought we could start with uh, the basics for folks who may not be super familiar with your organization. Can you talk about the role of the association here in Wisconsin? Sure. Uh, the Wisconsin Association of Independent Colleges and Universities, sometimes called WICU or WACU. Uh, I'll refer to it as WICU today, but uh, WICU is an organization that supports the 23 private independent colleges in the state of Wisconsin. So there are some statutory um, obligations that we have uh, to support uh, schools, particularly in terms of financial aid. Uh, but we also provide collaborative programs. We advocate on their behalf. We bring them together. Uh, so we're basically working in all ways to support our 23 private uh, institutions and our 52,000 students. Great. So I understand that you are relatively new to the position, right? Uh, can you talk a little bit about what uh, brought you to the role and maybe some of the goals that you're hoping to accomplish? Sure. Yes, I'm in my third month as president of Waiku. So I'm very new to the position, very new to the state. Uh, but I've spent my entire career in higher education. So maybe I'll just give a little background and then talk about uh, the transition and um, goals for the organization. So uh, 30 years in higher education, um, right out of college. So from the time I was 18 years old to until three months ago, I worked or studied on a college campus. So I've always been on a college campus. Um, my career started in student affairs, student life, uh, residence life to be specific. I moved into enrollment management, later became president. So my most recent position, I was president of Rockford University just over the border in Wisconsin, or in Illinois. Uh, I was at, at Rockford for just shy of 10 years. So I had a, a great run there. Uh, became aware of this opportunity to succeed Dr. Rolf Wagenke. Uh, Dr. Wagenke was in this position for 30 years. Uh, he built it into uh, what I would argue is the is the best state association in the country. And um, it was a great opportunity for me to take my background in higher education as well as elected service. I served a, as 11 years as an elected official in Ohio uh, at the local level, a council member and uh, council president and mayor. And so take that opportunity to bring together my political background as well as my higher education background and support WICU um, and its member institutions. So that's kind of how I got here. That's my background. Um, yeah, so my goal is to build on Dr. Wagenke's uh, successful run. Uh, he built this into, as I mentioned, one of the top, uh, if not the top state organization in the country, and to continue to look for ways to support our students and support our institutions. Uh, and there's, there's a lot that we're already doing, and I think th- there are some things that we'll be able to add as time goes by. Excellent. Well, I'm really interested in in um, some of those those goals that you're sure. hoping to accomplish. Can you talk about any maybe specific changes or new policies you're interested in pursuing or at least exploring? Sure. Well, so when I think about Waiku and what we do, we really 
look at three specific areas. We look at advancing the affordability and accessibility of Wisconsin's private colleges. So that's talking to prospective students and families about our institutions, the opportunities that our institutions provide, uh, and, and helping them to understand that we're affordable. And I can talk more about that if you'd like. Um, the second is to advocate for policies to assist our member institutions with their goals. And so, you know, our big advocacy is around the Wisconsin Grants, which is the need-based financial aid program in the state of Wisconsin. But we, we advocate um, on, on behalf of our institutions with the legislature and with the governor. And then we also organize collaborative programs. And this is, this is where we really pull away from the other state associations. We offer 45 collaborative programs um, that save our institutions money. So last year alone, uh, we saved our institutions more than $19 million by bringing them together to be able to collaborate on services and programs that they would need to have anyway, but they can do so at a lower cost. Um, some of the big ones are health, health insurance, retirement plans, um, and, and IT services, but there's a variety of, of cost savings collaborations. And so, you know, we've saved about $250 million for our institutions since we started these collaborative programs. I think that one of my goals is to expand that, to continue to look for ways to help our institutions save money. And I think the next phase is to move from collaborative programs to something we call shared services, and shared services would be back office functions that colleges can collaborate on. So rather than having their own staff experts in a, in a field like IT or um, financial aid or human resources, maybe they have some boots on the ground, but then also some shared services where they can get that expertise at a lower cost. So that's what we're that's where we're moving. Um, and I, I don't know exactly what that will look like. We just started our strategic planning process. So before I began. I had a little bit of an interim period where I began the strategic planning process. We're almost finished with that. Uh, we expect our board to review that plan in April. And uh, assuming that that plan is, is uh, implemented, one of the things that, that we'll be doing is, is doing a full examination of everything we do, look for ways to, to be able to do what we're doing better, uh, and also to add collaborative services and additional shared services for our institutions. Gotcha. Okay, that all sounds great. And um, you mentioned affordability before, and I thought we mm -hmm. could circle back to that sure. if you'd like, because um, I wanted to ask you, you know, you hear a lot about the UW system in uh, at least the space that I work in, the uh, public, private, obviously, Waiku has a lot of differences compared mm -hmm. to the public higher education system here in Wisconsin. What should folks know about Waiku that they may not already? Yeah, I think a lot of people... Um, and and I, I worked for, you know, a couple decades in enrollment management. So I was recruiting students to private institutions. And so a lot of people look at at the sticker price of an institution and think, I can't afford to go there. Um, and I understand that, um, you know, higher education is expensive. Public education is expensive. Private education is expensive. But we like to to be able to help help folks understand the affordability. So let me just give you a few stats. So the average student at a Waiku institution, their out-of-pocket cost is less than $5,000 for tuition. Now, that that is amazing compared to what, you know, what, what our average cost is, you know, you think, you think about $35,000 sticker cost, but, but about 77% of um, a financial aid package that a student gets is made up of grants um, and scholarships that don't need to be paid back. And so, 
And then when you add in um, opportunities for federal loans, so when you think about federal um, Pell Grant, the state, the state grant, um, federal loans, and institutional aid, you're looking at you know about 30 of that $35,000 on average covered um, by the, those those sources. And so we're actually quite affordable. And and we have 23 unique institutions. So there are inst large institutions. There are small institutions. There's institutions that are that are liberal arts based. Others that are more professionally based. And so um, what I hope is that students will look at what's best for them and to consider all options in Wisconsin. So we we want our Wisconsin students to go to Wisconsin schools, Wisconsin colleges, and then to stay here because we need them for the workforce. And that's that's a big emphasis that the state has. That's a big emphasis that the UW system has, the technical college system has, and that WICU has. We want to build Wisconsin's workforce. And so we're hoping that students will look at all of the options and to think about what's best for them. Absolutely. Interesting to hear about the, the role of WICU members um, in growing the state's workforce. Obviously, that's something that employers here in Wisconsin yes. are really, really focused on. So glad to hear that uh, you've got that focus as well. And um, before we wrap up here, uh, of course, this is a, a business community podcast. Mm -hmm. Any other thoughts that you wanted to share with our listeners who represent, of course, some folks in politics, trade associations, but a lot of business leaders as well? Yeah, sure. Well, one thing that I think surprises people is that when you look at all of the bachelor's degrees awarded in the state of Wisconsin, 24% of them come from our institutions. So we're producing a quarter of all baccalaureate degrees. We're producing about a third of all uh, master's degrees. Uh, so we're producing a lot of, of students who go into Wisconsin's workforce. Just a few examples. Um, we produce 27% of all the engineering degrees at the undergraduate level. So, you know, engineering is a huge field, of course. Uh, we're producing, you know, more than a quarter of those. Uh, in healthcare, we're producing 56% of the nurses. So the majority of nurses that at the baccalaureate level are coming from our institutions. Um, and then when you look at graduate, we're producing three quarters of the graduate students in nursing. 60% um, of all MD degrees in the state of Wisconsin come from our institutions. So we have a, a medical college that's a, you know, the Medical College of Wisconsin. We have 100% of the dentists come from our institution because Marquette is the only dental school and it's one of our members. And so we're producing um, students or graduates, I should say, across all these fields. And so it's important that employers uh, think about our institutions when they're recruiting um, and that we look forward to partnering with them um, and our institutions want to partner individually and maybe we can partner collectively to think about internship opportunities and ways that uh, our students can learn about the employers of Wisconsin so that they stay here after they graduate. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much, Eric, for taking the time to come on the show, share your perspective. Hopefully we can touch base again sometime maybe later this year to follow up on that assessment process that you were talking about and maybe uh, give an update on where Waiku is headed and the entire private higher education um, um, network here in Wisconsin. I would appreciate that opportunity and thank you very much for the chance to be able to talk with you and to your listeners today. You've been listening to WIS Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor.
Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.